Hey everybody, welcome back to the Owl Life Podcast. This is your host, George. How's everybody doing today? It was hot today, wasn't it? Southern California. It was a hot day. Yeah. It's been pretty cold lately, but today has warmed up a lot. And I'm, I'm glad. But at the same time, I'm not because there's no AC where I live, so... Thug life. <laughs> but yeah, today was warm, you know? Um, I'm the weatherman now, too. Yesterday, I made some predictions about the Super Bowl. I said something about the 49ers versus the the Green Bay Packers. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. I haven't been... Pay- like I said, I have not been paying attention to the news. Maybe... You know, I'm going to have to start paying a little more attention to what's going on around me. Because I was not aware it was the 49ers versus Chiefs. If I were to guess, the 49ers are going to take it. You know, i got to go with the California team. For sure. Definitely. But yeah. Hopefully it stays warm like this. You know, I don't like it when it's cold. I don't. I prefer it warm. So what's been going on lately? Uh, Some things I want to talk about is... Right now, what's, what's going on with politics? I know nobody likes talking about politics and it's all a damn circus. But why is it that they're trying to impeach Donald Trump at the end of his candidacy? That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sure there's a reason for it. There's always a reason for it. Truthfully, I mean, the truth community has sided with Donald Trump. I've never been a fan of him, honestly, but, you know, the truth community seems to agree with a lot of his views on on things I think they're not necessarily right but the truth community seems to side with him on a lot of his politics I wonder why that is I don't really like to consider myself a Democrat or Republican. I'm more of a, I consider myself independent. I think it's all politics, as they say. It's the Bloods and the Crips. As Jesse Ventura says. The Bloodlickens and the Republic Crips. Same thing. The biggest gangs. The politicians are the biggest liars. Everybody knows that. That's that's kind of a cliche thing to say, but... Who knows? Who are we going to get as in our next president? Does anybody even care? I don't know. Who's out there? Bernie? Feel the burn? Kamala? I think Kamala, Kamala Harris. What's another person? Uh, 
who's the other guy? Uh, Castro. I'm trying to think of the other people running. Beto O'Rourke. I don't know if he's still running. The guy that run ran for for governor of Texas, I, who lost. Pete Buttigieg. Who's the other guy? The lady from from Hawaii. I can't recall her name. Honestly, no, none of them are can go up against Trump. None of them have the the grit to be able to compete with him. And there's Bloomberg. Why is he running? That guy's that guy's just for show. Michael Bloomberg. That guy's a jokester. But yeah, he's uh honestly none of them can compete against Trump. He's too big. Nobody can can mess with him right now. None of them. None of them has the the charisma, the guts, the the gusto to defeat him. Not not from anything that I've witnessed. Joe Biden, Uncle Joe, what do they call him? Is he even still running? I don't know. Joe Biden, maybe Joe Biden is the closest one who can compete to Trump with Trump. One thing I, I dislike about Trump is uh, his disregard for the press. Complete disregard for the press. Definitely um, not going to the the annual White House Correspondents' Dinner. I think that shows that he doesn't really, he's like a dictator who's trying to sequester this, this nation and being like a totalitarian government. I mean, that's what it's becoming in a way. People aren't allowed to speak their minds. There needs to be freedom of the press. I really do believe that. So it's important, you know, people are able to... I was reading something earlier. It was talking about Mark Zuckerberg was saying that, you know, they're trying to limit the things you are allowed to post on Facebook. They want to censor Facebook. And he said... Yeah, that's fine. We'll censor, obviously, some things, but then how much is too much censorship? That's the key. What is too much censorship and what is too little censorship? Because obviously, you know, that some things have to be censored. If people knew the truth about everything in this nation, there would be a lot of chaos. I think it, they're... they're Needs to be a sense of, uh, you know, it's good for some people to know certain things, you know. Not everybody knows everything because what's the point in that, you know. If everybody knew everything about how things worked, then things would be chaotic. 
so I think it's important to to sort of uh, have a balance of knowing the truth, but at the same time being able to live with knowing the truths about society. So yeah, one of the topics I wanted to talk about specifically is living a spiritual life in a non-spiritual world. It's it's a hard thing to do. It is. Because living a spiritual life is not easy. Not in this type of place where it's all it's a wasteland as they say. So how do you live a spiritual life in a non-spiritual environment? In an environment that does not allow for that kind of that kind of uh, thing. I guess it's about finding a finding a how would I say it about finding a corner in whatever space you're in, whether it be at work, you know, say you're at work looking for a place where you can retreat temporarily from all the chaos. I think that's important, you know, because sometimes we're like too, too enmeshed. And that's one of the things I, I talked about with uh, the therapist. Sometimes we get too enmeshed in situations, whether it be with relationships, family, friends, things like that. We become too enmeshed where enmeshment basically means, you know, your problems are their problems. And you you feel it in your body, in your soul, in your, in your, you feel it. So you're basically become enmeshed. So in order to get to be a non-enmeshed person, you have to be able to let go and then also allow no, you have to tell yourself you're an independent person. You're an independent person and whatever relationship you're in, you have to learn to detach from that and sort of detach, not attachment. It's a little hard to do sometimes, especially when you've been enmeshed for so long, it becomes a hard thing to do. But anyway, that's something that I wanted to talk about is living a spiritual life in a non-spiritual world. You know, it's a hard thing to do, to retreat and go somewhere where you can be alone for an hour or two. But it's important that every so often we, we get away and we refocus our energies to become... Um, focus on what it is that 
Not what you're being told to do or what you're being asked to do, but more of what you feel like doing yourself. You know, what is it that you want to do? It's important to do that. But anyway, what else has been going on? Um, yeah, Super Bowl tomorrow, you know. I want to know what you guys think. You know, who do you guys think is going to win? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> no, I know people care about the, the Super Bowl, the commercials and the and all that. You know, it's a, it's a fun little event that people get together for and spend time with family. It's cool. It's a cool thing. It's a cool little... Obviously, I try not to get too involved in the whole Super Bowl shenanigans, but I, I, I watch. But you know, I saw, I listened to a couple, been listening to a lot of music lately to get my mind off of work and other things that I'm taking care of. Heard that Eminem album; it was good. It was uh. It wasn't what I expected, you know. His last albums have not been good. What is it? Recovery, Revival. I don't know what his last album was. Oh, the Kamikaze was eh. But this one, I feel like he he brought it again, you know? Came through. It's funny. The first album that I ever listened to here in the United States was a Marshall Mathers LP. I remember I was living here, and my cousin sent it to me from Spain. And I heard it. I took it to school. I had my little CD player. And I would listen to it every day. That was the first album I heard. Here in the US. I was in what? The fourth grade. That's the first album I owned. Was Marshall Mallard's LP in fourth grade. I brought it to school. I would listen to it on my little CD player. Before school. Walking to school. After school. And then I remember I had it for a couple months and then it got jacked. Like, really? I got jacked for my damn CD player. Like, are you serious? Not my CD player, my just the CD. I've then my backpack came back. And yeah, I know who it was too. I, I, he, was, he was the homie, but I'm not going to say his name because I'm not going to snitch on him. But yeah, he stole my damn CD. I remember that. I was like, bro, I know it was you. But anyway. Yeah, fun times, you know. And now it seems like it's a it's a whole... You know, it's like a... The, circle, the cycle is complete. You know. But yeah, it's, it's... Life is fun. If you make it fun, you know, life is, life can be fun. I've been trying out new spots, new, like, I like to try new things all the time, new places to eat. I went to downtown LA recently. I went to the Grand Central Market. Like, you go in there, there's, like, food, there's 
it's like a little market. You know, you buy food and it's like a bunch of food vendors. But I walked around and I was like, I don't know. All these places look like too too upscale, too fancy. And there was this one spot that I had went to a long time ago. It was this China cafe. The most fire Chinese food. It was so good. It was good. Yeah, I, I think I got like Kung Pao. No, not Kung Pao. It was like broccoli beef with rice. It was delicious. I like to try new, new places all the time. But yeah, it was good, you know. I like to try new, new, different kinds of foods. Chinese food is bomb. Peruvian food, so good. Southern style food, that's pretty good also. Jamaican food, now that's the kind of food is really good. But it's very rare to find, especially like in this area. There's this place in Laguna Beach. It's like, it's called Rasta Tacos. It's got good flavor, but it, it's not the Jamaican food that I've tried before. It's like a more whitewashed version of Jamaican food. It's still good, but it's not. It's not the jerk chicken or the some rice that they make. I don't know how they make it. They use special kinds of herbs and spices. That's one thing I, I want to learn. Like, because I'm learning, I'm trying new techniques on culinary. I'd like to try new things. I try to make food every day. Obviously, I don't always have the time to do it. But at work, I'm always making food or. You know, I try new recipes and new new ways of making something different. Because at the end of the day, I mean, there's only so much things to make food with. You know, what is it? There's meats, there's vegetables, and it's basically the same combination. You just have to mix it up and make it something different. It's like, how many types of, how many ways can you cook an egg? There's 50, 100 ways to cook an egg. <laughs> and each way tastes different. Each, each way um, gives you different flavor, gives you different texture. That's why chefs, well, they have pleats. The pleats, each pleat represents how many styles of eggs you can cook. That's something they don't teach you in culinary school. Or maybe they do, they just, yeah. So yeah, I like trying new techniques every day. New ways of doing something. It's fun. It's been, it's been a good time. It's, it hasn't been easy, honestly, but... That's what it's all about, trying something and pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself. And then, you know, see where it goes. By the way, I want to let you guys know, this Owl Life is a brand. Owl Life. 
I'm coming out with t-shirts. It, I already have a logo. I, I had the logo a while ago. I told my friend about it. There's only one person I told about it. He knows who he is. Uh, yeah, I already have a logo for it and everything. So a logo, I made the logo. So I had this idea a while ago. You know, it's just now coming to fruition. And I'm glad it is because I'm enjoying the process, you know. And I, I'm, I thank you guys for listening and having to hear what I have to say. I know it probably sounds all baloney right now. You know, eventually I'll have a format and I'll get things rolling. Just to kind of, uh, yeah. But yeah, one thing I wanted to focus on today was also... Um, like I said, living a, a spiritual life in a non-spiritual world. I don't know. I want to know what that looks like to you guys, to the audience. Like, I implore you to discover that for yourselves. Because I've, I've been trying to figure it out. And it's a hard thing to do. You know, I wrote this. I was writing the other day and I wrote the message. So what is the message? It's a cold word. So there's three. So what is the message? So I wrote it down. So the, obviously, and then mess. The mess, age. So there's three ways of looking at it. The mess, age, the age of mess. Also, the sage of mess, the sage of mess. So who's the sage of mess? I don't know. Maybe that's what. That was the message that Nas was given. He has a song called The Message. And I kind of figured out the message is we live in the age of mess. So how do we how do we survive in mess? How do we think clearly in between all the chaos? That's a hard thing to do. I think it's important to build a community. To. To sort of untangle that mess. And reestablish order. So yeah, it's good to reestablish order and and sort of see through the mess. I think we need things like uh, the Super Bowl to kind of get us back on, get everybody on the same page. Because with with technology, things have gone out of whack in a way. 
which is good. It's good. I wrote this down. I was reading a book yesterday. I forgot where I wrote it. I had it in my notes, but. It said in order to for there to be order, there must be a lot of chaos first. And that's something that people have known for a long time. One thing that's really also dear to my heart is the culture of Peru, which is the the Inca culture. But there's a culture beyond the Incas, which is called the Quero, the Quero culture. So the Quero culture talks about, they talk about this thing called Aini, which is, they don't really believe in the regular rules of life. They're like shamans. So they see the world as as a intermeshed society that you don't really need money. They don't believe in money whatsoever. They believe in it's sort of like a give and take. So they have this law, which is based, it's not a law, it's like a nature, human nature, you know, where they don't believe in causing harm to anybody and nothing causes harm to them ever. So basically, whatever you give, you will receive. Immediately. It's like an automatic. Return on whatever you give. It sounds silly. But it's it's it works. So I'll give you an example. Uh, Let's say that. You need. You need money. You know, you go to a homeless person, give him a dollar. That dollar will be returned to you in a different way. Almost immediately. Let's say that you you need food. So if you need food, you give food. Let's say you need um, compassion. So you have to show compassion in order to receive compassion. I mean, that's kind of something that we all kind of know. We've all kind of been taught. But the kettle take it to a different level. They take it to a level of doing a physical act of... So, for example, one thing they do is they call them, I can't remember the name exactly. I was taught this. 
And the person that taught it to me told me, he says, now that I've taught it to you, you have to teach others because that's how it works. If you're not teaching, then you're not growing. And one thing I was like, man, one thing I hate is to teach. I don't like to teach because I'm like, I don't feel like I'm a good teacher. I don't feel confident sometimes. In teaching because I don't feel like I know what I'm talking about. But that's part of it. It's about humility. But you have to be able to teach what you know. Because if you're not teaching, you're not growing. So that's one thing. You know, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is something in my heart was telling me, you know what? Okay, I've already learned so much these past four or five years, but it's a it's a process of you have to go through like a very long process of becoming a a teacher of these kinds of things. You'll have to have like you know, part of why I go through therapy is because that's part of the process of becoming a teacher. Is you have to you have to have like a mental breakdown in a way. It kind of strips you from your ego, your egoic self, and it kind of gives you the strength to be able to withstand any kind of harm later on. You know, I know a lot of you are not going to get this, and I understand. But the ones that do, then this message is for you. So the Keto teaches us to give back to the land. Something so simple as, you know, pouring water on the floor. Literally pouring, like, you know, when they... Like one for the dead homies, like when people do that, that's that's a libation. You know, you pour one out for the dead homies, that's that's a that's a thing from ancient times where you you're kind of that's what it's for. It's literally you're giving back to the you're paying homage to the folks of the past, the deceased, the, the people, your ancestors, whether it be on the concrete, on the grass, whatever. That's a form of Aini, of or walking in perfect balance with, with nature. You know, one thing driving around I've noticed, there's a lot of, a lot of buildings being built down the 5 freeway. And I'm like, man, Aini's off. I can tell. And I can, I can sense it. I, I'm... I'm not saying I'm psychic, but I sense when something is off in the nature of things. I went for a walk. I like to go to walks sometimes, and I went for a walk, and I, I kept seeing, like, wolves and foxes. And I they're like spirit animals. They come to me, and they speak to me, and they kind of consult with me, and they're like, and they tell me, like, yo, bro, things are off. Things are out of balance. Nature is off. So something needs to be done. You know, the 5G networks and all that. That's all. That all affects 
us, you know, it throws us off. That's what that movie Bird Box was about. It was about that's gonna ha- there's gonna be a time where there's gonna be chaos and there's gonna be people that are not paying attention to what's going on. Like you have to have like tunnel vision and only focus on what's in front of you or else if you try to watch the news, media, all that crap, that's going to bring you down. It's going to bring down your your energy, your vibrations. and Anyway, I'm getting too technical with this, but yeah, I want to keep it lighter. You know, I also... I'm using this as a manifestation tool to bring about changes in my life that I would love to have. You know, more abundance financially, mentally, physically, all the above, you know? So, yeah. So, I have a suggestion. You know, if you're feeling down or sad or anything, just go for a walk. Go for a walk and release your, or go to the beach. Go to the beach and just go to, I don't know, put your hands in the water and just just fill the water. You know, just do that. It sounds simple, but it's something that we don't really think about. So it's going to get chaotic. You know, when election time comes, you know, people get crazy. Things are out of whack. You know, the energies are off. So, yeah, it's uh, we just got to it's 2020. And I talked to my mother about this. We were talking about the atomic clock. It's like we're not, it's not a, like I feel like we haven't got the ball rolling on 2020 yet. Things are just starting out and things are going to eventually just go full speed ahead. You know, right now it's like things are hectic. People are selling into whatever it is. People are making their their plans for how they're going to live this year. I mean, time is sort of irrelevant if you really think about it. Time is a construct. I know that sounds kind of metaphysical, but it really is. It's, It's a construct of society. But... You know, but anyway, well, yeah, um, I kind of want to leave with this, you know, I'm making this podcast a little bit longer because I have a lot on my mind, but I'm going to end it in a little bit. Hopefully you guys enjoyed what I was talking about. I know it's kind of monotone and. You know, I'm going to work on everything. I'm going to ask you guys more questions. I'm going to send in questions like through 
through Instagram. If you guys have any questions for me, I'll be happy to answer them in my upcoming podcast. But yeah, I want to end with this, you know. What are you doing for yourself today? Not for everybody else, for yourself. And plan out your vision for this year. I advise you. It's a suggestion. What do you want your year to look like? Write it down. And yeah, write it down. Write it down, set goals. But yeah, that's all. That's that's what I want to leave with. Anyway, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your Saturday. And, and yeah, I will drop another edition of our live podcast tomorrow. If you guys are lucky. I'll drop one tomorrow. All right. You guys have a good night and stay golden.